0: Welcome to another episode of Low Expectations Podcast. I'm your host, Ty, coming to you here Thursday uh, afternoon, September 17th. Hope you guys are all doing well. And today I'm joined by somewhat of a frequent guest now, I'd say, on the Low Expectations Podcast, uh, my boy, Carson. Carson,
1: how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Ty. Thanks for having me on Uh, another week. I always uh, enjoy coming on and... uh... Shooting the shiz with you, so yeah, love having
0: love having you on, man. And today, you know, me and Carson have done a couple NBA shows in the past, and uh, but today we're flipping over to the NFL. We're gonna go through every game this week and just give you our picks against the spread, kind of like a pick skin pickum setup type thing. And uh, we're gonna give you six locks as well, games we'd actually bet and wager ourselves. So that sound good to you, Carson? It sounds great to me. Awesome. So let's just dive in. Thursday night, tonight, so um, hopefully, you know, people can grab this before this game starts if you're wanting, if you're a degenerate, like, you know, some people I know and maybe myself and <laughs> need to gamble on th- uh, football if it's on. Um, but yeah, the game I'm talking about is browns Bengals. Um, the line for this game, the game's in Cleveland, and the game, the Browns are favored by six. Carson, what way do you think see this game going?
1: You know what? I I really like what I seen out of Joe Burrow week one. I I was pretty impressed. I think he's going to be a starting quarterback. I know it's I know it's only been one week in the NFL, but I could see him being a starting quarterback for the next five ten years pretty easily. Um, I, I was pretty impressed with him, and man, the Browns are freaking. I don't know why I'm surprised, but every every week, every year, I'm like, all right, Browns are going to look really good this year. This is the week the B- Baker Mayfield, uh, they got so much talent, Baker Mayfield, Chubb, they've got uh, OBJ, you know, all their tight ends, Hooper, Joku, um, uh, I think Landry, but I think Landry was hurt last week. I didn't think he might be hurt this week too. But they just have so much talent that I feel like one of these weeks they're going to turn around, and they never do. But, you know what, I'm, I'm, I usually pick the Browns to do better than they usually do. So, I'm just going to go down with the ship on this one. Even though I, I like what I've seen out of the Bengals week one, um, the, the, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Browns. And on the on these pins, pigs can pick them. They have it at five and a half. But on Bavada, they have it at, at six. But, you know, if it's five and a half, I really like the Browns. I think, I think they win probably by at least six points, probably maybe even a touchdown. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and pick the Cleveland Browns. It it does say that the majority of people are picking the Bengals really? in this scenario. That's they don't believe in the Browns as much as me. Yeah, that is interesting. They don't believe in the Browns as much as I do, but I'm going to go ahead and go down with, with the ship on this one. I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns minus five and a half minus six, whatever you can get it at. So, yeah, I'm
0: seeing minus six minus five and a half too. I guess it just depends. These lines could be, I guess I should throw that out. We're going off my bookie. Um, the mm-hmm. website and so it's just if they're a half point off from a Bovada I apologize but they're all around the same you know about the same yeah. and this one I'm with you actually I'm with you on the Browns here I think this is a good spot for them Um, Thursday night home which you know no crowd but still traveling on a short week that mm-hmm. I think that is a spot where you could still see home field advantage kind of stand out in this wacky year we're about to see is when teams go there on a Thursday night, or you know, something like that, um, or they still have to go east to west. I don't know, but yeah, I, I like what you brought up about Cleveland. I'm I I I did a preview show last week on here, and I said like this team is loaded, <laughs> like like yeah. there's really no other way to say it. Like this team, top to bottom, is pretty stacked, and um, they just can't put it together. And now it's like I look at the Browns and. I'm just really confused. I'm taking them and I'm about to just be confused about them. So I guess that's a bit weird, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, Brown's minus six. I I like bro too, but my point on the Browns is where, are, where are you at on Baker Mayfield? You know, you, you, you got a great roster. um, And, mm-hmm. but then the quarterback and the head coach last year was a disaster. The coach before was a disaster. Um, But now you got a guy in Kevin Skafanski that a lot of people seem to think is good. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know a ton about him. Uh, He was good in his time in Minnesota as the offensive coordinator. People that I think all talk highly about him. So I'm willing to see what this guy can do. And they've also spent a lot of resources on their offensive line. So at this point, Mm -hmm. it's just like the blame has to fall directly at the feet of Baker Mayfield. At least that's what I see. Where are you at on Baker?
1: No, I, I agree uh, heartedly there. I think uh, the Browns can only go as far as Baker takes them. And so far, you know, his rookie year, he I, I felt like he looked really well. Uh, last year and this year, though, he has not looked that great. I mean, week one, he only went 21, uh, completed 21 passes out of 39. I'm um, only had 189 yards, through a pick, one TD. So those are extremely disappointing. I mean, granted, the Baltimore Ravens are a really good football team, but uh, that's really disappointing for Week One. Uh, he's still pretty young, so I I don't want to like say he's never going to be a good quarterback or he's oh, he's he's going to be a future you know, Hall of Fame player or anything like that. But I I if he continues this way for the rest of the season, I'm going to be very very disappointed because. With the talent he has around him, like you said, they you know really increase their offensive line. Their offensive line looks really good, um, and then all the offensive weapons at receiver, running back, tight end. Um, this team should be better. And Baker Mayfield's just not getting it done, um, and so I, I still have high hopes for him. I've seen enough glimpses um, his rookie year to kind of hold off what he's done uh, recently, but. Uh, if he doesn't start turning around, I'm going to be kind of flipping the switch, though. So, Yeah,
0: I think that's fair, because I, I, I agree. I mean, you look at his rookie year, and he definitely flashed. And I'm not totally giving up on Baker. But, you know, some of the question marks that people have had with him coming out, where people really question the Browns for taking him first, are starting to come to fruition. So, But this is a nice spot for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Long story short, uh, Browns yeah. minus six. If they lose here, or even if they look bad here, I think you really got to start to panic about the Browns. I know it's only week two, but if they, if they were to lose this game, whew, full, full panic oh, yeah. mode for Cleveland, I'd imagine. Um, but early, uh, uh, but yeah, uh, early in the season still, so we'll see if they can turn it around. Um, next game, we'll go into Sunday now. We have a really good, interesting game and a good game, I think. One of the best games of the week the los angeles rams at the philadelphia eagles carson what is kind of your thought process on this game
1: the los angeles rams at the philadelphia eagles um let's see i have here. rams by one Yep, Rams by one and yep that's about what i got too so oh man this is this is a tough one this is philadelphia should be healthy um actually Bill Simmons kind of got me onto the Rams train a little bit he's super super high on the Rams he's got bets on them to I think win the NFC and uh, all this kind of things and it makes sense you know they're kind of all in this year uh they are paying a, a lot of money to a lot of their guys they're kind of all in don't have much um, future picks and whatnot and you know I, I the Philadelphia Eagles are. I think everyone should be playing, but not everyone's gonna be healthy because I think they finally have their main running back back from injury. But obviously, he's gonna be rusty where he didn't play last week. He was limited in training camp and preseason, all that stuff. Um, only one and a half. I feel like this is. uh I feel really good picking the Rams. I'm picking the Rams, and I feel really good. And I, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna lock it in. I think I. I think I'm. This is gonna be one of my six locks of like the week. Um, Rams minus one and a half. Eagles, you know, still a little banged up. And I've been extremely disappointed in Carson Wentz. You know, he's he struggled off and on. Um, and so Rams minus one and a half. You know, if whatever money line is, if if you're gambling out there, you might want to just take the money line because who knows in yeah. these weird games. But um, Rams minus one and a half. I'm I'm picking the Rams. I feel really good. I. I like what they've done. You know, they're kind of all in for sure. So if they don't, you know, at least make it to the NFC Championship game, it's going to be a disappointment for the Rams this year. But um, yeah, I, I think they should. I think they should be good. I think they'll, you know, finish the season ten and six in range. You know, give or take a game or two. Uh, I, I think they should be good. And the Eagles—they're really rusty. Carson Wentz has been disappointing, and the, a lot of their their guys are banged up. Even though, you know, they should go into the they should have all the the guys available for next week. A lot of them are banged up and rusty and whatnot. And so I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams uh, minus one, one and a half, whatever you can get it at. And it looks like the majority of people on ESPN are picking the Rams, 76% of them. So I feel somewhat, somewhat good, confident. And yeah, I'm going to lock in as one of my locks of the week. Okay. Uh,
0: I like it. I like it. I like the Rams case too. Uh yeah, uh, I like I like that. Um, but it's gonna be our first disagreement. I'm taking Philly at home to win this game. I'm not as high on the Rams as Simmons for sure. Uh, and I'm I and it's it's and this has been a theme on this podcast dating back to last year where I just fade Jared Goff on the road. I mean, this guy on the road has some of the biggest uh-huh. splits in NFL history. His splits on from home to road are massive. I understand there's no crowd, so maybe that doesn't matter as much. But he has a minus – he has a minus 18.4 uh, home passer rating and a way different uh, – passer uh, rating, which oh. that's the second highest in, in the league currently, only behind Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky. Um, so it's that's just – I look at – and I, I like the Rams. I think they're solid, not – that much as a like to win the NFC, but I think they're solid. But I look at them going on the road. Philly had that game last week. I know they blew it, but they had it. They that was a total blown lead by them. Like they should have won that game. Wentz fell apart. The three picks. I, I I think that's an outlier. I think that's not who he is. I've been on record. I think he's a good quarterback. And this is a game they need. They're gonna have a lot of their guys back. And I think these teams are pretty close and give me Philly in Philly even with no crowd. But I think it's gonna be a really good game. Um, what do you think of Philly yeah. this year? Because I feel like I'm always higher on Philly than I should be for some reason. Um Yeah, and, and you know
1: Yeah. And uh you know, you deserve you deserve to be high on them. They were freaking in the they were in the they won the Super Bowl not that long yeah, ago. I mean they're ago. not that far removed. Yeah, just a couple years ago. They are really not that far removed from, you know, being a Super Bowl winning team. And so, I mean, deservedly so. um, I I feel like I've been way high on Carson Wentz uh, prior to this year. And finally this year, I'm kind of starting to give up a little bit on him, which is disappointing because he – I had him in, you know, top 10, you know, top seven, top eight quarterback range, you know, the previous few couple seasons. And this is the first year that – like in fantasy football, like the last couple of years, like he was always on my radar. I wanted to pick up wins. I thought he was going to be really, really good, but he kind of had a disappointing season last year. He's having a really hard time staying healthy, um, and so I'm I'm kind of you know chilling away from him. And this does feel almost like a little bit of a must-win game. You know, the Eagles really did blow a, a game that they should have won. Um, last week they should have beat Washington. I know the Eagles were banged up last week, but it's, it's still hard. It's still tough to lose the, by 10 points to Washington. So, you know, I, I uh, I'm a little disappointed in the Eagles. I feel like it is, it is a little bit of a must win game with how poorly they played last week. Uh, so, but who knows, you know, they still have the main guys of a, a championship Super Bowl contending football teams. Yeah. So who really knows, um with them yeah they're but, they're they there yeah. i think they have a
0: high high ceiling like if they get in the For playoffs sure. they're not a team that you necessarily want to see um but their floor mm-hmm. like is low like it they could miss the playoffs mm. type thing if it went really bad oh, you yeah. know like that's what that's kind of how i see philly um but i think their floor i mean their ceiling is win the super bowl and their floor is yeah eight and eight like there's a pretty big gap yeah. Between where they could go, but we're we're kind of all right. We'll speed it up. <laughs> Sorry, we're going long in the first two games, but this is a game that maybe we could hit a bit quicker. Panthers at Bucks. Bucks are eight and a half point home favorites. They did not look good against New Orleans. Cars. What do you think?
1: No, no, and uh, uh, eight and a half points. That's so many points to be given up with, with how they looked week one. I think just the you know the Tom Brady Gronk Leonard Fournette. All their guys hype train has gone off the rails a little bit here. Eight and a half points is insane. Um, I, You know, I, I like the Buccaneers. I'm a, I'm as high on the Buccaneers as anyone I know. And I feel like eight and a half points is ridiculously high for this team. And, I, I you know, the, Cal- the Carolina Panthers, they're not – they're a decent team. They're – you know, they have a chance of making the playoffs. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't hate the Carolina Panthers. Eight and a half points is way too many for me. And I really, really like the Carolina Panthers um, to at least cover that spread. Uh, and, you know, what? what is their odds to win outright? Because I don't hate whatever those plus 290 to win outright on Bavada.
0: Plus 315 um, on
1: my I, I Yeah, so, you know, r- roughly 3-1 to one odds uh, to win against the Buccaneers. I don't hate those odds either, uh, but I definitely like the plus 8.5 that they're getting. So, you know, I'm going 2-for-2, two two, locking in another pick. I'm locking in the Carolina Panthers, you know, at least covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this one's close as far as the majority, you know, uh, uh yeah. So I it looks like it's close to me for, as you know, the majority of people who they're picking. But I, I really like the Carolina Panthers to at least cover that eight and a half points, if not possibly win outright.
0: So. I like it. And we're going to share a lock because I, I have the Panthers plus eight and a half is one of my locks too. This opened, I think, at 10 it's been back down to eight and a half. So money coming in on Carolina and now, it seems like it's evened out, I think, like you were saying. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think you just hit it all on the head, really. Like, I think this is a game that Carolina could win. Um, the, the Carolina put up 30 points last week? Like, what did we see from Tampa that suggests they're about to put up those number of points? And there's no guarantee Carolina's going to do it again, of course. But they have that capability. And you look at Carolina's offense, and it's like Teddy – Okay, he's flawed, but you know, he's an NFL-caliber quarterback. Um and then Robbie Anderson, solid, Curtis Samuel, um DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, uh like they got guys that are not big stars but sneaky fantasy guys, sneaky solid players in that offense and they can move the ball, you know, and if Brady's going to turn the ball over and look rusty like he did last week, Carolina can hang around and so eight and a half I, I really like getting that many points I mean obviously over a touchdown and like that's good so I, I like Panthers and I'll use one of my locks here too with uh, Panthers plus eight and a half next game is another high line it's the Pittsburgh Steelers home for the Denver Broncos it's Pittsburgh minus seven and a half um Carson Denver rough rough start on Monday night Pittsburgh the opposite what do you where do you think this game lands
1: you know th- this was a tough line for me um, I I, I, I'm, I picked the Broncos here I, I don't feel great about it I'm not gonna use one of my locks obviously but I am gonna pick the Broncos you know uh, you know the Steelers did look good last week um, and the Broncos not so hot but Oh man, yeah, I'm I'm sticking with the Broncos. Um, I I really like some of the Broncos additions in the off season. You know, drafting wide receiver round one, um, and then also adding Melvin Gordon. I think Melvin Gordon could actually find himself a decent home there in Denver Broncos. You know, they obviously really need him uh, to be productive, uh, and so I, I'm picking the Denver Broncos here. I don't feel great about it, but you know. You know if especially if you can get seven and a half points if you can get it a touchdown i think that it should be right around a touchdown i think roughly or so so i'm going to go ahead and pick the denver broncos uh plus six and a half plus seven and a half wherever you can get it at so i'm gonna go with the denver broncos to cover the spread i don't love it though it's definitely not one of my losses yeah i
0: i think that's i think there's a case for both sides i landed taking Pittsburgh at home. Uh, Denver, I was actually yeah. high on Denver last week. I, I might be overreacting too much to one game, but Denver looked so bad. Another one that cost me this week, Denver. Uh, they looked so bad mm-hmm. in that game against Tennessee. Like they should, they shouldn't have e- even been in the game. Tennessee's kicker is the one that kept them in the game. And, and I, I, and drew Locke. I mean, they, I know he didn't have Sutton, And we'll see if Sutton plays. Looks like he's a game-time decision. Have you seen anything on him? That's the last I heard.
1: Last I heard game-time decision. Yeah, so, I mean, if
0: he plays, you know, that would be big for them. But their offense, even with all the weapons they've added, they still had Judy, who had some drops, and he had drop issues in college. Um, And I just think Mm -hmm. there's – I just didn't love what I saw from Drew Locke. The mechanics, it's always funky with him. It never looks smooth. Mm-hmm. it's all—it's just choppy and I just uh I think Pittsburgh's good man I think Pittsburgh's the third best team in the AFC <laughs> I was low on Pittsburgh and then I saw one game and like Ben looked good and I'm like okay yeah because that's all I need to see That—that that defense we know it's legit and Pittsburgh um with if Ben's back and Juju with the bounce back season which looks like that's on track so far um I like it so I'll take Pittsburgh minus seven and a half here um yeah, and, But I think Denver could cover the spread because uh, they, they have a lot of weapons. But, but Denver's defense is just not what it used to be to me. I just, I don't know. But well, I guess we'll see. That's an interesting game. Another interesting game, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, who can never get out of their own way, going to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Carson, what do you think?
1: This was another tough one for me. Um the Cowboys kind of have somewhat of a disappointing week, week one. And the Falcons, like you said, they, they just can't get out of their own way. I feel like they have a lot of talent, you know, especially passing talent. Matt Ryan, one of the top 10 best quarterbacks, could probably argue top five best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, you know, they got Julio Jones, who's, you know, arguably one of the best wide receivers in NFL history, probably top five for sure. Um, He's he's incredible, and even with his age, he still looks great. They have Calvin Ridley, who looks really good. Uh, I I somewhat I like what Todd Gurley, the addition of Todd Gurley. Uh, I I, yeah, I I, I'm a little higher on the Falcons than I probably should be, and I haven't seen anything out of the Dallas Cowboys to warrant you know being minus four and a half, five and a half. Um, So I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Falcons. I'm I'm not gonna use one of my locks, but I am gonna pick the Falcons to win this game or to cover the spread not to win the game but to cover the spread yeah i I get it
0: um we're gonna fall on the opposite sides again here i like dallas here i just think atlanta's defense like i love russell wilson oh i hate russell wilson i mean i don't hate russell wilson but like he's terrifying (laughs) he's so good um but but seattle's offense still isn't dallas's offense i think i think like i think dallas is a better offense than seattle i don't think that's like a hot take either yeah and now they they put up 38 on atlanta like i have no reason to suspect dallas won't do similar and atlanta can't get out of their own way man they just they just always do something and i i I like their talent too and and they potentially could be a playoff team really when you look up and down that roster and and uh, especially at their offense, and but they just seem to always find a way. Um, but I mean, they they could cover this bread. They could win the game. You know, it seems to be headed for a shootout. Um, but I'm gonna land on Dallas here because uh, this is gonna be the one team yeah. I'm tr- gonna try not to overreact to. I, I'm pretty high on Dallas this year. Um, I think they're 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 good. Good team. I think they're one of the best teams in the NFC. So I'm gonna try and keep a level head for once and go yeah. Dallas and minus I, four and a half.
1: Yeah, and I love CD Lamb. I love that draft pick. I I thought going into uh the draft that CD Lamb was the best receiver out of the entire group. I'm with and, you. I think he you know, was good. after I, week. I think so. I have, it's only one week, but he looked incredible. I think he's. You know the Dallas has a lot of good wide receivers, and I think CD Lamb's just as good, if not better than, um, you know, Amari Cooper and uh, Gallup. And that's probably a hot take because of how well Amari Cooper's played recently and how talented he is. But I think CD Lamb's just I think as talented, th- I don't think that's if not more. Though. So I don't
0: really think that's crazy at all to look up in like December and be like, yeah, CD's their go-to guy. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah. I agree. I, I love the addition. They have a lot of offensive weapons, um, for sure. And one one little thing, their over under is fifty two and a half points. I feel Ooh. like this that's a pretty easy over because, like you said, I think I think the Cowboys can put up drop they forty could. on. Yeah. I think the Falcons put up twenty. You know, like you said, Falcons defense is pretty, uh, you know, horrible. It's pretty bad. And so I, I think it's pretty likely that the Cowboys drop at least thirty, if not maybe forty plus um on the Falcons and the Falcons are going to put up points yeah. too you know um uh, with Julio with Ridley with with uh the running backs with not Ryan they'll put up at least 20 so um i i like the over 52 and a half um i know we're not really going like under this as, I like as that much too, but
0: if you look at it, it's like i would almost guarantee Dallas gets to at least 30 points <laughs> you know like exactly the only exactly. way Atlanta's not gonna get to like 20 or something points is if they do one of those Atlanta games where they throw like where Matt Ryan has like three picks or something you know because he's I, I agree I really like <laughs> exactly. Matt Ryan. I've come to like think he's a really good quarterback but you know he's he can still have those games where he throws a bunch of picks and like that's the only way because their offense other than that always puts up points and Um, yeah, I like the over two there. It's the highest of the week, but still, like, I don't know how you can look at that game and like that game's going under, you know, um, but that'll be a fun shootout type game. There's some er good early games. I feel like, um, next game, uh, the San Francisco 49ers, who I kind of want to talk about at the New York Jets, Jets, seven point home dogs. Um, I guess I'll start on this one. I'm taking the Jets here. This might come as a surprise, but San Francisco's offense. I love Shanahan. Um, but okay, I'll let you go because I kind of want to talk about San Francisco a bit more. So, what do you think of this
1: game? But I'll, Jets, I'll take the Jets. You're taking the Jets, yeah. and what what line do you have? ESPN has them at plus six and a half, or. Uh, minus six and a half for the 49ers what line do you have I have seven on my bookie seven you know I'm I'm gonna go ahead with the 49ers I think they win by a touchdown or more I am disappointed with the um New York Jets for sure Uh, um Le'Veon Bell he seems to hate his head coach I mean what's new really Le'Veon Bell doesn't get along with anybody uh Sam Darnold, you know, slight disappointment. Their Jets head coaches, he's got to be on the hot seat. He's got to be one of the first, you know, two three coaches fired. I feel like, yeah, in NFL. To, he's definitely got to be on the hot seat. Um, and I was pretty high on the Jets last year. This year, not as much. Um, the 49ers, you know, I'm definitely not as high as on them as I maybe should be, or like a lot of other people, because I mean, the 49ers just are just went to the Super Bowl last year, and so, um, I'm definitely not as high on them as probably some people or most people. But I do like the San Francisco Gi- San Francisco 49ers to win by at least a touchdown here. So I am going to pick them uh, for sure. Okay, so I'm so, changing my mind. San Francisco 49ers.
0: I'm taking – <laughs> 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 like the Jets' offensive line is just so bad. I, I, um it's so bad. I'm just going to edit all that first part out. I'm taking the Niners. But I still want to talk <laughs> about the Niners um, because –
1: and so, w- one quick thing, really quick. I'm not necessarily even picking the Forty nineers to win. It's more that I am picking the Jets yeah. to lose by more than seven. You know, it's like one of those things you don't really like either team. But I look you, at this yeah, game like the, Jets the Niners', Niners even defensive more.
0: line is might kill Sam Darnold. Like Sam Darnold might not make it out of this game alive, <laughs> um, and that's how they'll win this game. Yeah. But the problem with San Francisco, and I'm not higher as on them as some either, and maybe I'm overreacting too, to one game again, but. San Francisco has Kyle Shanahan, who I love. Um, They've created a system that literally all they need is Jimmy Garoppolo to make one play and they'll win and they'll win every game. And he can't even Mm -hmm. do that. Like, I think it's time to start discussing that the Niners have a Jimmy Garoppolo problem. I know they made the Super Bowl with him Mm -hmm. last year. But trust me, I know as well as anyone, he didn't do anything. Like, that's not why they won those games. Like, it's 2020. We can understand enough that Jimmy Garoppolo is not the reason the Niners went to the Super Bowl last year. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, I just feel like if they had a guy, even like Andy Dalton, this team would be the favorites in the Mm -hmm. NFC. And he's just so actively bad most games that it's just like he can't even make the one play. Am I being too hard on Jimmy or do you see some of the some of what I'm saying?
1: No, I I agree fully. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a bottom 10 quarterback in the NFL. Um like I definitely wouldn't have him in the top I definitely would have have him in the top 15 quarterbacks. i probably wouldn't even have him in the top 20 quarterbacks. He is not very good and I do think Andy Dalton a quarterback like Andy Dalton would be an upgrade. Um yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think you're overreacting at all. Um, I, I, I I could see, you know, eight and eight possibility for San Francisco with their the schedule. schedule.
0: And I, it's like Sherman's now out. Kittle's hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, they're already yeah. banged um, up. Like before the year even started, they had injuries. So.
1: Yeah, and in fantasy football, I I drafted Kittle in quite a few of my leagues, and after one week, I'm trying to trade him off. I just made a trade this morning that sent Kittle for Julio Jones and Zach Ertz good trade. because I'm not dealing I with. Think... I I thought it was a really good trade. the The guys the guy I traded with I knew was a little bit of a oh, 49er <laughs> homo. used 49er Homer. The super high on George Kittle, he thinks he's the best tight end, yada yada yada. But I'm not dealing with you know Kittle playing one week and then missing the next week for an injury, and then playing another week and missing another week for an injury. And so I trade him off. And if I can get similar, similar back, uh, like similar type coming back in some of my other leagues that I have Kittle, I'm going to make the same trade again because. Um, even though I was high on him in the preseason after one week and he's already injured and he was kind of injured off and on in the preseason, I'm not dealing with that the entire season. So uh, I think that's a
0: smart move. I think that's yeah, a really and, good trade. I mean, you get Julio and Ertz, who's like what the second yeah. or third best tight end at worst, you know? Like he's a really good tight end.
1: That, yeah, I'd, I'd probably have Kelsey and Kittle one, oh, yeah, two, but yeah, I think yeah, Ertz is right. three, he's four. Third. Definitely. He's
0: probably third or fourth. Um, But.
1: Uh, yeah, Andrews, Andrews and uh, Ertz right there for 3-4, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good
0: trade, man. But yeah, I think San Francisco, if you're San Francisco, you got to be worried. And you, now you're going to the, this game, and I, we both picked you to cover seven. So looks like you're going to be one and one. It's a nice spot, mm-hmm. you know, to get – it's a good spot. But still, you're banged up. You're playing in arguably the tough division, toughest division in football. Who you're already behind? I know it's early in the season, but I mean that matters. You know they got four teams in that division that could potentially make the playoffs, so um, you know you can't really fall too far behind. You got to get it going at some point. And I just watched Jimmy in that game, and I'm just like, he does nothing. It's like he looks for Kittle and then panics like every time, and it's 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 it looks rough, but hey, he could watch him go out and have a 400-yard game now against the Jets or something. But um, anyway, moving on, we'll go to the next game. Bills at the Dolphins. Bills are six-point road favorites here. Um, What do you think of this game?
1: This This is another tough one. Six points is a lot, but at the same time, you know, the Dolphins, they didn't look great week one, but I honestly kind of feel like they look better than I expected. At the same time, you know, they look pretty bad, but I feel like they look better than expected um, week one. And, you know, the Bills coming off a 10-point win against the New York Jets. Um, I've got I've got the Bills here. You know, if it was with, you know, five and a half, six points, I, I like the Bills to win by seven plus. And so if it was seven or eight, I would be a little bit more hesitant. But I do like um, the Bills to come out and at least cover the five-and-a-half, six points, whatever it is. Um, and, yeah, the Dolphins, they, they uh, like I said, look pretty rough. Yeah. But they look better than expected. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. Man, that that's tough. You're not going to win many games uh, throwing zero touchdowns and three interceptions. I'm um, granted, you know, Patriots defense, one of the better defenses in the NFL pretty consistently with Coach Bill Belichick. Um but I, I just am not seeing any reason that the Dolphins look much better week two than they did last week, and they looked pretty bad last week. So um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Buffalo Bills plus – or Buffalo Bills minus five and a half, six points, whatever you can get it out. I
0: like it. I like it. We're in agreement here. I like the Bills minus six too. Um, I look at New England and how they their defense really just dominated Miami's offense, and I don't really know why Buffalo's defense mm-hmm. – shouldn't do the exact same thing so yeah i like bills minus six um i would make it a lock but i have a rule that i don't make josh allen locks so we're not gonna make it a lock (laughs) even though i think the bills i think this is a good spot for the bills um next game your team's involved uh we should have mentioned it carson Colts fan, um and this is a good another interesting solid game uh Minnesota Vikings at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts brutal starts the year. Cars, how are you feeling about this team so far? Before we get into the game,
1: man, I'm feeling extremely disappointed. You know, everyone told me all off season long, Philip Rivers, he's going to throw picks in the big time situations. He'll throw picks in the big time situations, and I talked myself into, you know, he's still a huge upgrade to Jacoby Brissett. He'll be just fine. We won't have, we won't need him to, you know, be clutch against especially the Jaguars team who many expected uh, to be one of the worst teams in the NFL Uh, but you know I I kind of got suckered into it and he threw a big pick late Uh, he still finished 36 from 46 so 363 yards threw a touchdown but then there's those two interceptions that kind of killed you so I feel like that's you know Phillip Rivers career though and I shouldn't be expecting anything less but at the same time I expected more you know but um, I was really surprised with Hines. He kind of came out of the, you know, as one of the lead backs, you know, got a touchdown, seven carries, 28 yards. Um, I thought Jonathan Taylor was going to be a bigger a bigger impact, the rookie yeah. running back. Marlon Mack is injured. He's out, um, which is disappointing because I picked him in almost every single fantasy football he's
0: done for the uh, year. league That's I was thing. in. Week one. Uh,
1: that that is That is tough. Luckily, we do have – Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor and Hines. They're going to have to really, really step up um, the running back situation. And this is a tough line because, oh man, I don't feel like the Colts should be favored after how they yeah, played week it, one. Yeah, it's like uh, minus two. The- yeah, it's
0: Colts minus three. I don't think I said that. But, yeah, Colts minus three is the line.
1: Yeah, Col- Colts minus, you know, two and a half, three, roughly right around there. <sighs> I, I... I I am. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Colts. My heart's telling me Colts. My my head's kind of telling me Vikings. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Colts. I think you see, you know, I think they were embarrassed last week losing that game to the Jaguars. Um, one of the worst teams, and th- their their talent on that team is just you know is just overpowering. They have one of the most talented teams on paper. You know, both offensively and defensively. You know, they they have an incredible offensive line. They have Phillip Rivers, who's you know probably a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I feel great saying that, but he's got a chance to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, you know, their running backs, so they drafted Taylor in the first round. They they really revamped their offensive players, especially in the draft, you know, drafting Jonathan Taylor, drafting Pittman. You know, they still have T.Y. Hill and they still have Doyle. Um, it's it kind of sucks losing Mac, but um, he'll be fine. And their defense is good. Darius Leonard, one of the best defensive players, at least in my opinion. You know, they went and got DeForest Buckner. Um, they still have Hooker, Malik Hooker. Uh, they have a lot of, they have a lot of talent and I think they're going to bounce back a little bit. And, um, I'm going to go ahead and pick, uh, the the Colts minus three. That's probably, I'm going more with my heart than my head here, but I'm going to take the Colts minus three here. It's going to be a close game either way, but I do think, you know, the Colts, I'm pretty sure they're home. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the Yeah, game I like too. it. I like it. Um,
0: all I'm all actually using say. my second lock here on the Colts. Um, this is another game. I'm another team I was high on before the year. I'm going to try and not react. I think what you said before the year was right. Like this is a, or what? And your what, your case is right. Like this is a really good team, a really good roster. They're well coached. If any team's going to be able to bounce back to that type of disappointing, ugly, awful type loss, I really think. A Frank Reich led team, you know, a veteran team like this is going to be able to bounce back. They're at home, and as a Viking, as a and and to flip to the Vikings um, side is kind of why I'm st- like the Colts here and taking a minus three as as my second lock um, is is because cool. the Viking secondary is not an NFL secondary. Um, we saw what Rodgers did to them, like they have nothing back there. Like they can't cover anyone at all. I mean, guys are just going to be, I mean, I just think Rivers is going to have another big day yardage wise. And just can he stay away from the turnovers? And I think they're just a better roster than Minnesota right now. And they are a more veteran roster where Minnesota is younger and with less practice things and everything with COVID. I think this is, it's going to take the Vikings a while to get going. And this, I think the Colts here, yeah. it's a good spot for them. They got to go get this, you know. It's almost like you look at this and it's like the loser of this game is suddenly in trouble,
1: you know. Um, but... Oh, yeah, going down 0-2. And, like, historically, like, going down 0-2 is almost a killer yeah, like, if you want to make the playoffs. Yeah, like
0: so. 2% of teams that start 0-2 make the playoffs or something crazy like that.
1: So, exactly. like, this is,
0: this is a huge game. And... Um, yeah, but I like the Colts and I'm actually using my second lock. So I'm I'm all in on your team this week, cars.
1: That that makes me feel a lot better because I was pretty pretty 50-50. I do pay the Colts. And another thing, if the Vikings are not gonna win hardly any games if Dalvin Cook only puts up 50 yards. You know, the Packers defense is probably better than most people uh, expect or think about, but they limited Dalvin Cook to only 50 yards. They're the Vikings are going to win maybe 10% of their games if Dalvin Cook only has 50 yards. You know, that's plain and simple. Granted, he had two touchdowns, but 50 yards is not enough uh, for Dalvin Cook if the Vikings want to win the game. And that's that's another thing. They got to get Dalvin Cook going early if they want any chance to win. Um, I'm had a pretty decent game. And like you said, um, I, I really liked what you mentioned about the Vikings' secondary is absolutely atrocious. They're horrible. And so I am a big... Colts believer, especially in their wide receivers, because like you said, Phillip Rivers could put up yards in the air. Um, the Vikings secondary is pretty abysmal. I think Philip Rivers should be able to kind of pick that apart a little bit. And so, like, in daily fantasy, I'm, I'm probably going to pick, you know, White Hill in, yeah, uh, possibly yeah. some of their other guys. Pittman Jr., you know, if he goes really cheap. Or Doyle as a tight end, you know, if he goes cheap, like, he probably will. Uh, Maybe
0: Rivers, even if he's not, like, and, too expensive. Like, a cheap quarterback option oh, yeah. that could put up, like, a big day. Like, Rivers, that's the thing. Like, Rivers doesn't care. He'll throw two picks and then throw four touchdowns the next week. Like, that's been his MO, like, his exactly. whole career. So, hopefully, for both our sakes, the Colts can bounce back here. Uh, anything else on the Colts in that game? or?
1: I, I think we're good there. It was a disappointing loss, but um, there'll be a couple of those. Yeah, I think you guys Those, right. those you draw, uh, right. interdivision games, are those interdivision games are always extremely tough to pick. I feel like there's always, you know, a game or two between interdivision teams that they lose that they absolutely should not lose every single, every single week or every single year. You know, so yeah, it
0: happens. I think you guys are all right. I still like you guys in that division. Um, next game is my team, uh, the Detroit Lions at the Packers. The Lions are six and a half point road dogs. So Packers favored by a half point, less than a TD here. What do you think of this game?
1: Yeah, I, I love the Packers here. I'm using my third lock here. They win by at least a touchdown. I, you know, and last week against the Vikings, I think Vikings were favored three points and I was stunned. That was way too many. That, if I would have been here last week, I would have, you know, I bet a previous amount on the Packers to win um, last week, especially with the spread. I felt like that was an absolute lock and they did beat the Vikings by 10 points or so, Uh and I feel like you know the Lions are a, a much worse team than the than the Vikings. I feel like at least the Vikings aren't the best team, but I feel like the Lions are a worse team than that, so getting only you know six and a half seven points, I think the Packers easily cover that. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a blowout and Packers win by like twenty plus either like if it was thirty to six or twenty six to three or some crap like that, you know Packer's defense looked really good last week Lions not as looking good Uh, and talk about a freaking resurgence out of Aaron Rodgers you know I picked him in quite a few of my fantasy football leagues especially the two quarterback leagues because he would drop so low but freaking Aaron Rodgers looks like he has the biggest chip on his shoulder I've ever seen in my entire life and he deservedly so you know everyone wrote him off but threw for 364 yards four touchdowns vintage Aaron Rodgers game after everyone you know kind of threw him under the bus all off season talk about how he's not going to be on the Packers. They drafted a, a rookie quarterback week one, and I loved what I seen out of Aaron Rodgers. I I liked what I seen, you know, out of Jones and Devonta Adams and Marquez Valdez Scantling, and I was pretty impressed with Lazard too, Alan Lazard. Um, and I I think this. I'm using my third lock here. I'm going with Green Bay Packers minus six and a half or seven. This
0: is why we bring Carson on, guys. We 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 bring we only bring on people that stand <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers on this podcast. So. Appreciate all the love to our guys, (laughs) Um, but I'm actually going with the Lions. Uh, Oh no! Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Lions plus six and a half. Um, I think these teams are closer to even. Like I was higher on Detroit. Like I think, I think the Packers are ten and six, nine and seven type teams still. And then I think Detroit eight. Like Detroit total collapse against the Bears. Um. and I just think, like, if they would have won that game, this line is like four or something. So, like, and every Packers Lions mm-hmm. game for the last couple of years, the Lions have actually played really well. Uh, what the last two mm-hmm. last year, at least, uh, the Lions led the entire way in both games, and the Packers won on field goals as time expired. So, these are these are teams that play close games and. I think Rodgers could have another big day just because the Lions look like they're banged up in their secondary. Um, it looks like Okuda, the rookie, uh, is going to play, but it looks like they're going to be without a couple other people. So, so you know, you, you could see a high-scoring game. The secondary with Green Bay, I just mm-hmm. think, is a little overmatched here. I love Jair Alexander as much as anyone, but... I just look across the board at what Detroit has weapons wise, especially if Galladay plays this week, which he didn't last week. And with Marvin Jones, who's put up career highs, I think at least twice against Green Bay. It's insane what this guy does against Green Bay. Um, and then uh, Kenny Galladay basically turns into Randy Moss. So, and Stafford is, they've won in Green Bay before. So I just think this is, I think Green Bay wins by like a field goal again. I think it's a close game. Um and yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm too low on Green Bay still, but
1: <laughs> I know what you're doing Ty. You're just trying to old Robbie uh, reverse jeans here with the Green Bay I Packers. wish, man. I wish. I thought I had powers like that, but
0: <laughs> I don't, unfortunately.
1: No, no. I, I'm, I'm extremely confident in the Packers. It is a division game though, which, if it always every division game, you know, makes me hesitate throwing big money on an actual bet. But at the same time, I, I just love this matchup. I for hope Green you're a. right, man. I know you hope. Um, at, I know you At know, home with right. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> <laughs> against the against the Lions, it, it's a division game, so I always hesitate throwing big money down. But I do love the Packers to at least win by a touchdown. So we'll yeah, see. We'll I guess see.
0: be uh, another. I, you know, I think there's a really good morning slate. I really do. Uh, and then so like, moving on to not mm-hmm. a good game. Uh, the Giants at the Bears. We can just blow through this. Bears by five and a half is the line. Uh, I'm taking the Giants. I'm, uh, you know, I didn't think about this game at all. So what did you think? <laughs> uh, I guess I'll take the Bears. I just, I don't know, man. This, these two teams, like, I, even the Bears start two and a yeah. half. Right, I don't think they're like a playoff team.
1: Yeah. I I agree most. I didn't think too much about it. Going through, like, originally, like, doing no research, I went Giants. And then I kind of dug into last week's game with the Bears. And I'm switching the picks. So I'm going to pick the Bears. Um, and on ESPN, they're minus five and a half. I think that the Giants are really bad. I was disappointed in Saquon. I was disappointed in the entire Giants team last week. But, you know, who I am surprised about this week, I know it's week one, Mitch Trubisky, 242 <laughs> yards, three touchdowns, went 20 of 36. Uh, and then we also ran the ball 26 rushing yards. Uh, you know, ev- everyone loves to kind of bag on Mitch Trubisky and deservedly so. He's he's a pretty bad quarterback, but I'm just going to give him a little praise when, you know, he deserved praise. Didn't throw an interception through three touchdowns. 242 yards. That's a good week for Mitch Trubisky. And with, you know, the offensive weapons and especially the, the Bears defense, if they can get 242 yards, three touchdowns out of Trubisky, they're winning 90% of the games. That's all they need. They need, and, you know, 240 yards is not a ton, but if they get 240 passing yards and two or three touchdowns out of Trubisky, they're with their defense, they're going to win a lot of the games. So, that's that's all they kind of need out of Trubisky. And last year, they he, he never he rarely put it down. That's why they lost a lot of games. But um, I am going to pick the Bears here, uh, minus five and a half, at home against the Giants. And it's more me picking against the Giants. I've been disappointed all last year and this year uh, in the Giants. And I had a couple of my fantasy leagues. I um, had the second pick. And I went Saquon just for – I felt like he had more upside over Zeke. And I'm already kicking myself in the ass right now for doing that because I'm regretting not taking Zeke in the number two spot. And, and I I posted a poll on Twitter that asked who would you pick. I had the number two pick, Zeke and Saquon. And it was like 90% Saquon. So everyone that voted Saquon, I'm a little upset with you right now. I wish I would have picked Zeke. But, yeah, I'm going uh, – I'm going bears here. Minus five and a half, minus six, wherever you can get it out. So. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, I guess I'll do that too, man. I don't know. These, like it's a, it's a hard line because you don't want to lay that many points with the bears, of course. But then again, like yeah. the giants look so lifeless already in week one, you know, it just looks like they're in for another rough mm-hmm. season. So, um, yeah, I'll jump on the bears with you. Just take them. Um, Next game, last early game, uh, the Jags, the the alive, first place in the AFC South, Jacksonville Jags, at (laughs) the Tennessee Titans, Titans, eight and a half point home favorites, cars, two division rivals for you. What do you
1: think? Yeah, and on ESPN, the pigs can pick them. They have Titans ten and a half points, so a little bit. Ten and a half points is a lot of points, especially, you know, Titans did not look that great last week. You know, Grant Gustavski missed, what was it, three field goals or something like that it would have made him look a lot better. But um, the Jaguars look pretty solid, and I've always kind of been a little bit of a – I'm a Minshew believer. Uh, I think, you know, pe- people are kind of – the Jaguars are giving me um, – you know, OKC vibes, big time here. Oklahoma City Thunder vibes uh, because they're one of those teams that everybody wrote off. You know, they're going to tank the season. They're trying to get the top pick. They're going to blow up and trade all their good pieces. And granted, the Jaguars actually did blow up and traded away a lot of their good pieces. But, um, you know, they're kind of the – to me, the kind of the team that everyone counts off. And they're one of the weird teams that somehow sneakily, you know, make the playoffs that everyone thought was going to be a bottom five team in the NFL. Um, I, I think, and maybe it's just because, you know, I I witnessed firsthand them beating up on my favorite NFL team. Maybe that's what's doing for me. But I love, love, I'm using my fourth lock of the week. Wow. Jaguars plus 10 and a half on Pixie and Pickham. That's just so many points, especially, you know, Jaguars look good last week, okay? and maybe I am, you know, overrating week one. I That's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Um, but even you know, even preseason, you go back to preseason. Ten and a half points on this game is a massive amount for any game, especially an interdivision game. Especially, um, you know, everything considered after we went, everything we witnessed week one, ten and a half, eight and a half to ten and a half points. That is a lot of points, and I would have picked the Jags preseason, even though when they're going to be a bottom ten team, bottom five team. Or thinking they're gonna be a bottom five team. The Titans, you know, being a top five or ten team. Um, I would still would have went Jags, you know, plus eight and a half, ten and a half. And then especially after week one, how good the Jags look, how you know Titans did not look that great in my opinion. Um, I'm going to Jags here using my fourth lock of the week. Jags.
0: All right. I mean, I I think there's yeah, I think there's a good case for it. Um with the the points. Um I will say the first thing: this this game needs to be on Thursday. It belongs on Thursday. I don't need Jags Titans on yeah. Sunday. I need it on Thursday, um, where mm-hmm. it belongs. But I'll take Jags. I'll jump on the Jags with two eight. Well, I'm looking at plus eight and a half. But if you got it at plus ten and a half, like I'll take it too. Like that's a lot of points. Tennessee, not a team that's really a team that's going to go blow teams out. You know, their ball mm-hmm. control, run the ball with Henry. You know slow down the game type team so i think taking the points is is a good a good bet here um so yeah i'm I'm on jacksonville too not not gonna use my locks wow i need to start using my locks i think i need to use them (laughs) all this is a hard slate like (laughs) it is it is like uh but the next game we have um is the washington football team at the arizona cardinals uh cardinals six and a half point favorites here coming off a win against the niners and the football team coming off <laughs> just funny to say the <laughs> football team but the uh they're coming off a win against the eagles so want to know a surprising uh want to know matchup here uh what do you think
1: yeah this one this what so i have arizona minus six and a half is that about what you have as well
0: yeah i have six and a half too
1: okay so um I am pretty high on the Arizona Cardinals this week, and I'm still pretty – Washington looked good last week. Um, I would not have picked them to beat. you know, it might have been the upset of the week, the Washington over the Eagles last week. Um, they they beat up on the Eagles by 10. Um, Arizona, though, upset, also a huge upset, but I feel like a little bit more pe- – I at least heard it, you know, rumblings of a potential upset with the Cardinals over the 49ers. And I like – I'm I'm super high on the Cardinals. I like what they did bringing in DeAndre Hopkins. You know, they drafted Simmons in the – Isaiah Simmons in the first round, seventh or eighth, sixth overall, somewhere in there. Um, and he looked pretty good week one. I am super high on the Arizona Cardinals this year. So, you know, DeAndre Hopkins had 10, 151 receiving yards. Kyler Murray uh, – Threw a touchdown, threw a pick, 230 yards. Pretty meh game out of him, but I'm I'm pretty high in the Cardinals, and I'm still a little bit even though watching looked look good week one. I think they regressed to the mean a little bit here week two, and I feel pretty good. You know, I, I six and a half. You know, if it was seven or eight, I would feel a little less good. But I am picking the Cardinals uh, minus six and a half here. So yeah, I like Arizona too this
0: year. I I actually had them as a playoff team. Um, I think they're well on track for that. I think especially with the extra playoff spot, they're going to be a playoff team this year. Um, I'm going to take them here too. I think their offense is going to be really good. I think Washington's defense is really solid, um, but I just don't think they're going to be able to... I still think Arizona's offense is going to be good enough to at least put up a baseline of points where I don't feel that way about Washington's offense. Um, So, yeah, I'm with you on Arizona minus six and a half. I'm throwing a lock on Dallas minus four and a half. So I have three left. I'm moving Ooh, that up. Okay. Um, I like it. So I, because I was just sitting on these locks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, but I'll take Arizona, not using a lock though. Next game we have interesting game uh, Baltimore Ravens at the Houston Texans, I'll use another lock here. Uh, so I guess I'll start. Wow. I'm taking Ravens minus seven and a half. Um, I'm all in on Baltimore this year. Uh, I, I think they're going to win the super bowl. I think Lamar showing again, good start that he's just unstoppable. I don't know what Houston showed last week to make me think that they're going to be able to stop Baltimore's offense. Like they're playing two great offenses in back to back weeks. Um, I know it's a lot of points on the road, but Baltimore, man, just I almost am just going to blindly take them this year. So I'm taking Baltimore minus seven and a half with the lock.
1: Yeah, and I I'm also taking Baltimore Ravens. I really like what they seen I seen out of them week one, and Texans were pretty disappointing week one. Um, so I'm also taking the Baltimore. I don't know. I don't like them enough to put a lock on them in my opinion, but I do think that the Ravens um come out of here, you know, win by a touchdown or two. Uh and I have plus I have minus six and a half on the Ravens on ESPN. And so I if if I think they win by at least a touchdown here. If not, you know, 10, 14, maybe even 20 points. So I am picking the Ravens to win against the spread here. Not much, you know, the Ravens looked incredible. Lamar Jackson's incredible. Um they looked really good week one. The Texans looked very poorly uh, last week against the Chiefs, in my opinion, you know, they kind of they kind of made a little closer game uh, than expected. But man, I I got to talk about the stupid Texas Chiefs game. I freaking had the under whatever it was fifty three and a half points or whatever and the Chiefs winning money line, and I felt great about that pick. You know all the way up until garbage time in the fourth quarter when they all of a sudden started putting up points and ended up scoring a total of 54 points on the last second freaking field goal in wow. garbage time that made me lose that stupid parlay. So pretty upset there. Um, but, you know, the Texans, you know, they disappointed me. I thought they would have... I, I picked the Texans to keep it within 10 points or whatever last week, and I ended up losing by 14. Um, and so I'm really disappointed in them. And it shouldn't have even been that close. The Chiefs gave up. Quite a few garbage time points, so yeah. Um, I'm I definitely picking the Ravens here. I'm I'm a little down on the Texans. I thought they would have came out and give up a little bit more fight against the Chiefs last week, especially Week One. Um, no preseason. I thought it was going to be a little bit of a more low scoring week, and I thought the Chiefs would come out and look a little rusty, but they didn't look rusty at all. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean that. Yeah, that's a brutal. That's a brutal beat to start the year. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough. That's. Yeah, it happens to the best of us, though, man. You'll bounce back. Um, uh, but, yeah, Baltimore here, I think, is the play. Um, next game, um, we have the Kansas City Chiefs minus nine at the Chargers, I guess. Um, and yeah. what do you think here? Nine points.
1: Yeah, low. so I I definitely like the Chiefs here. Um, I am – Ah, uh, let's see here. What other games are left? I'm tempted to put a lock on here. Chiefs look so. Good. I'm so impressed with them after Week One. This pushes like I said, you one I... way or the other. I don't know if it will, but I'm putting a lock
0: on the Chiefs. I'll just say it now: yeah. Chiefs minus nine.
1: I I, th- I think I'm leaning that way. I I'm going to go ahead and do. It. I'm locking in Chiefs uh, minus nine. They looked incredible. Their running back. You know, I I you know I thought how I thought last year. How could their offense look any better uh, than they did last year? And with this new running back. Um the rookie running back, he looked incredible and their offense looks even better than they did last year. I think they're gonna put up a lot of points on the Chargers. Um it is one of the, the division games. I always hesitate putting a lot of money down. I already mentioned this, a lot of money down on division games, but I am putting a lock here. I think they win by 10, 15, maybe even 20 points against the Chargers. Uh and so yeah, I'm going I'm going Chiefs here using my I think it's my fifth lock. Um, against the Chargers, um, I think they win pretty easily. So,
0: yeah, this is my fifth lock as well. I got the I got the Chiefs minus nine, like I said, and yeah, I agree with what you said. I mean, and I just have an I just have some numbers for you guys uh, in the Patrick Mahomes era, Carson. I guess I'll just make this a question for you: How many games do you think the Chiefs have lost in the division?
1: Oh, He's played. I mean, the they home. lost.
0: He's played, He's in, played 12, in twelve division games. Yeah. Okay.
1: He's played in twelve division games. What? what nine and three? Something like that. He's lost one. three. Whoa! <laughs> Holy crap! Eleven and one in division games. That's an insane stat. Yeah. That's. I really, I really like the.
0: Uh, Another stat for you guys. Up. I'm not done. This is what I bring to you guys on low expectations. <laughs> Since hiring Andy Reid, Chiefs against the spread in the division games, thirty-six games. Do you want to guess their record?
1: Against the spread in division games? Yeah. 36. How many games did you say? 36. 36. Uh, I'm guessing last year they probably won quite a few against spread, but the year before that, not too many. I would guess 20 20 wins and 12 losses. Oh, no, you said 35. Yeah, okay. 31 5. That's insane. Against yeah, the spread, that's stuff to do. In the like
0: they just, it's just like the surest bet in sports. Andy Reid against the division, oh so gosh. I'm, I'm locking it in here. Chiefs minus nine, and like I, I look it. at the Chiefs as like a <laughs> team that's like they're getting to thir- a baseline number of points, right? And they're getting yeah. the mid thirties. And then I saw, I watched the Chargers. I had them on the money line last week, one of the few bets I won, and they, <laughs> they were struggling to get to. 15 points against the Bengals defense. (laughs) So I just like, I just think it's a huge mismatch in terms of firepower. And I think the chiefs roll. I really do. Um, And I I like it there. Uh, Sunday night, the new England Patriots at the Seattle Seahawks. Really interesting game. Uh, What do you think here?
1: Ah, man, I am. It's, I hate picking against Russell Wilson. I'm going to start off by saying that he's a winner. He's probably one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL currently. And I think he's got a real, a real strong case to be a considered top three quarterback in the NFL. I mean, you have Mahomes, obviously number one. And who, who can you say is a hundred percent out of him Other than, you know, Mahomes, I, you can make a very good case. Aaron Rodgers should be ahead of him. You but, don't got um, it.
0: He's definitely not. I think it's, he's definitely number two, I think. I think. Yeah,
1: I agree here, and I feel like I feel like uh, to the average person, he they wouldn't be. They, I feel like he's underrated. Is what I'm trying to get at. I feel like Russell Wilson's mo- one of the more underrated quarterbacks, and I even think Bill Belichick had a comment this week is saying the exact same thing that Russell Wilson's one the most underrated player in the NFL, and I I fully believe it. Uh, and that might just been Bill Belichick, you know, trying to butter up the uh, Seahawks, not giving him any any chalkboard material to throw on there um, but yeah I, I believe Russell Wilson one of the most underrated quarterbacks and most underrated players in the NFL Um, he's incredible I think he's top two or three quarterback in the NFL he's he's great um, I try to pick him in every fantasy league I possibly could because that's how much I love him but um, I, I so I'm gonna start off by saying I hate picking against this the Russell Wilson the Seahawks but I also feel like four and a half points or how many points did you have I have four and a half on ESPN but
0: yeah I've well, four but you know, Four,
1: yeah, fun. you know, I think it's going to be within a field goal. I I liked what I seen out of Cam Newton. I really like what I seen out of Cam Newton last week, and just the Patriots in general. Granted, they were playing the Miami Dolphins, who didn't push back much on them at all. Their defense is pretty abysmal last week. Um, but I'm going to go with the Patriots uh, plus four and a half. I I I could see it being a it's going to be a field goal game in my opinion. I think maybe the Seahawks win by a field goal. Maybe the Patriots win by a field goal. But I think it's going to be a field goal game regardless. I would be absolutely stunned, you know, if the Seahawks win by a touchdown or more um, against Bill Belichick, against, you know, he's going to come to play. He he knows that the Seahawks team is tough, a tough, good team. And a, a well-prepared Bill Belichick-ran Patriots team is just too much for me to pick against. And so I'm going to go ahead and pick the Patriots plus four, plus four and a half. And I think I'm going to use my final lock. I'm gonna use my sixth lock on this game. Uh, so yeah, I'm going Patriots. I, I feel pretty good about it. So.
0: Yeah, I like it. I, I think that's a. I think you made a really good argument. I wasn't. I was kind of back and forth on that game, to be honest. And I, I'm, I think I'm gonna go Pats with you now. I just I, I like what you said there with Belichick. I was, and I really was digging in on this matchup while you were talking. And you look at these teams and how they play and. Seattle is long are the days of Marshawn Lynch and Beast Mode and that type of team. You know, they they air it out now. They're, you know. Yeah. They they well, they'll get behind and then air it out. Um, and then um, like they'll they throw a lot. We know that. And but New England, the best part of their defense is their secondary. They have a really good exactly. secondary. I think their secondary matches up well in this game. And for some reason, don't you just I don't know, man. Like you just kind of trust Cam in these spots. I I'm I'm higher on Cam than most. Uh, I understand that. But just Cam in these situations, it's nice to have a guy that's been in those games that just is not going to be fake. I guess there's no crowd noise. But, you know, night in Seattle. Um, and just like that against Pete Carroll. So I'm with you. I think New England plus four, four and a half is the pick there. Um, I won't use a lock, though. I'll use my next lock here. Is the last game of the week, so uh, Saints minus six. I'm taking Saints here minus six. Um, I was yeah. I had Oakland minus three last week, and I now hate Oakland. They actually won the bet, but <laughs> I I'm just I'm they. It was such a stressful win that I didn't even appreciate it. So I'm out on Oakland, <laughs> um, and <laughs> I'm taking the Saints minus six because I look at the Saints last week, and the Saints put up 30 points. I know they had to pick six. But Breeze did nothing, and they did that. Yeah. And so now I just look in this spot for them to win by at least a touchdown against a Raiders team that I think is average at best. I, I like them in this spot, and I'll lock it in Saints minus six.
1: Yeah, and I'm also taking the Saints minus six. The only – there I have two reasons why I'm not making a lock, and I prefer that lock on the Patriots, is – I believe Michael Thomas is out in this game, correct? Correct me if yes, I'm wrong. He is, he is. I believe Michael Thomas is out. I think that's gonna play a huge factor. Um they're they're on the road, even though obviously there's no not much crowd noise, if any, at all. They're in the Raiders New Stadium. Um and it's also Monday night. Monday night typically has you know weird games. Um I feel like I feel like I don't know the exact stat, but at least in my gut feels like and i feel like from what i've watched it the underdogs typically do better on like thursday monday night games uh, and so i am taking the saints minus 6 i just think they're a much better team than the the raiders but at the same time i i i'm personally not going to use my lock i prefer my lock on the patriots because michael Thomas, because the saints are on the road because um it's a monday night game so i i'm pretty, i'm going to Saints with yeah, the i think they win they're they're a much better team than the raiders the raiders are are Definitely rough. Um, even though I feel like I'm higher on car than a lot of people, uh, which isn't very hard because nobody's high on car. So, um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm going. I'm I'm picking the Saints with you here, um, minus five and a half, minus six, roughly. Um, I think they they win against the spread, but I do hesitate putting a lock on them. So yeah.
0: So Carson, how much money could I get you to bet on a Ravens, Chiefs, Packers? Money line parlay.
1: Let's see here. Money line parlay is that even odds? Is that what it would be? Packers- it. I'll
0: get it for you right now.
1: Packers
0: plus one twenty five. So it's 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 not. It, you get you get plus money on that.
1: And you said Packers, Chiefs, and Saints. Ravens. Ravens, Packers, Chiefs, and Ravens. Dude, I I plus one twenty five for those three teams. Yeah, I I could put down it. I feel I like that bet a lot. Actually, I don't see <laughs> I don't see the Ravens losing the Texans. I don't. I I already mentioned I love the Packers against the Lions That's probably my favorite pick of the week. Even though we disagreed on it, that might be my favorite pick of the week. You know, I'm and really money line about that though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I really like that bet. I I am going to go on to Bavada as soon as we get off the phone right <laughs> now and place a bet on it. So
0: there you go. There you go. <laughs> So that's the can't I, lose parlay of the week, guys. Ravens, like Packers. Uh, Raven, that's Carson's. I like it. Can't lose parlay. Uh,
1: I like you it a lot. Free yeah. baseball
0: on that for you, bro. I promise. No,
1: no, <laughs> they're, they're, especially money line. There's no way they, they lose money line. I, I could maybe see you know, in a division game, they don't cover the spread, but there's no way they, they lose in the Lions money. Love line. the conference. Aaron Rodgers Love won't let happen. Aaron Rodgers won't let it happen. So I I, I love that parlay. As soon as I get done, I'm hopping on Bavada and put, locking that in.
0: There so. we go. So there we go. Carson predicts the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour to roll on for at least yep. one more week. And yeah, uh, do you want to do you want to uh, talk about the Clippers collapse just quickly? That was sure something. Wow, I'm oh, just like,
1: it it sure was something. And to be honest, though, um, I heard like. I heard from a lot of people round one that whoever advances out of the Jazz Nuggets are going to get steamrolled by the Clippers. Blah blah blah, and I, I rolled my I I I couldn't count how many times my eyes rolled because I disagree with that wholeheartedly. You know Nuggets and Jazz they they played really really well. It didn't matter who guarded you know Jamal Murray Donovan Mitchell everyone blamed you know all. The Jazz defense and the Nuggets defense is just horrible. That's why they're getting off so many points. And I strongly disagree. I, I thought it was more how good they offensively looked. And so I I actually going into the, the series, I thought it was going to be a, a lot closer series than many people expected. But at the same time, I didn't expect, you know, the Clippers to give up a 3-1 lead at all. I thought um, that was crazy. But I guess, you know, who knows? And, you know, Paul George, you can never – Really count on Paul George. He's historically been uh, absolute one of the worst playoff performer, performers in recent memory. Um, and Kawhi yeah. Leonard, it's you know when he's healthy, um, Kawhi Leonard is hard to bet against. But he wasn't healthy this series. He, I you could tell he um, his quad either bothered him or he was out of shape, or probably both. Uh, but he was not 100 percent Kawhi, especially Game Seven, um, and so. And so while I wouldn't have said, I I've never said that I would have picked the Nuggets, I did think it would have been a lot closer than a lot of people expected. Uh, and I'm saying the same thing about the Lakers and Nuggets. I think the Nuggets and the Jazz too is unfortunately matched up round one, especially considering a lot of people said that they were two of the worst playoff teams in the West um, going into the playoffs, the Nuggets and Jazz. I think the Nuggets and the Jazz, um, you know, were, are better than a lot of people are saying. So even though a lot of people are, saying the Lakers are going to steamroll the Nuggets. I still would pick the Lakers to beat the Nuggets in a seven-game series, but I absolutely think it could go six, seven games, and I wouldn't be that shocked if the Nuggets did upset the Lakers. So.
0: Wow, I like enough. that. I just am, at this point, hoping anyone but the Lakers win. I, I kind of want the Heat oh, yeah. to win. I don't know,
1: man. It's I would just love like...
0: the – he's Heat, the my team right now. That's who I am wanting to win.
1: I would it's love like to see the Nuggets Boston Heat. has
0: likable yeah. guys, but just like – I don't know, man. It's still Boston. And then, yeah. The, and on their the fan base and add Hayward
1: into it. And yeah. I,
0: God,
1: people are pushing me away. I love Jason Tatum as a player, but I'm so sick of, you know, Bill Simmons hop on there. Or, or Tatum's <laughs> going to win an MVP in three, five years. Oh, I definitely could see Tatum. And everyone, oh, Tatum, top ten player, top ten player. Oh, I am sick. of, I'm so sick of seeing that because he's not. He's he's not, you know, a top ten player in the NBA. In my opinion, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's in that 15 to 20 range, 100%. But I am so sick of seeing all, every Celtic fans overrate mm. all their players. And, you know, <laughs> they're all a bunch of homers. And I just need to get that off my chest. So thanks for giving me a minute to do that.
0: Oh, no problem. It, Boston Slander <laughs> is welcome at all times. <laughs> I promise. Um, but yeah, like Tatum to me, like Tatum's just so aesthetically pleasing to watch. Like, I don't know. It's something mm-hmm. about watching Tatum that I think, like, it just looks so – I mean, it looks like Kobe. Like, I mean, I just like the comparison is mm-hmm. right in your face to me. Uh, I hate to do the thing to you, too. Like, <laughs> you just said that, and I compare him to an all-time great. But, like, he – I don't know, man. I'm, I I kind of am in on the Tatum hype, but I hate the Boston fans as much as the next guy. But okay. uh, But the Clippers, man, just – what a collapse. Like, Paul George. What a collapse. Like, he – like I, I couldn't believe it. I, and then he gets in the podium after the game, and he's like, this wasn't championship or bust.
1: Oh, no, man.
0: Fine. You guys have another year together. But, I mean, it was championship or bust. Like, there, there's no doubt about that. You guys are all in. All in as I, you can be, <laughs> you know.
1: I've seen – I've seen a couple rumors though it sounds like they're going to kind of try and split that up. I don't know how much I believe it cuz logically I would try and run that Clippers team back, you know, add a piece here or there. I would try and run it back and, you know, uh, it will go to Western Conference finals most likely. You'll be if you're running back, you'll be one of the favorites to go to the Western Conference finals hands down. But I I have heard a few rumors that uh they could try and break that team up and I don't know how you're breaking really that team up other than trading away Paul George. Um, yeah. It's gonna be interesting if they want to keep Harold because Harold's a free agent that'll probably get, you know, twenty million a year plus. Um, they might get twenty million plus on the open market, um, and I'll see how you bring him back. Um, I, I don't know. I I threw out kind of a trade on Twitter that I was kind of half joking because I don't see the Clippers ever doing this, but it was a uh, uh, Chris Paul goes to um, the Clippers. Paul George goes to the Jazz, and Jazz and Clippers both send, you know, three second-round picks to uh, the OKC Thunder, and Jazz definitely do that. They swap Mike Conley, three second-round picks for Paul George. They do that in a second. OKC gets Conley, who who, this contract comes off, you know, a a year earlier than Chris Paul's. They get six second-round picks. So I feel like OKC, no-brainer, they do that. And the Clippers would get Chris Paul. And you know, maybe the Jazz throw in someone like Royce O'Neill or something like that. And salary they get salaries to match up and everything. Um, I I the Clippers would definitely be the one team that says no, but it's kind of interesting at the same time, you know. Chris Paul's looked good in um, But also
0: Chris Paul with Kawhi, like that's a Oh yeah, match. exactly.
1: Like Kawhi
0: is not the creator. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I've always had I mean, I love Kawhi, don't get me wrong, but like
1: but he's, he's not a leader, in my league,
0: opinion. But, like, to say he's the best guy in the league, it's just, like, he doesn't create for others the way that other stars do. I think, like, I mean, he's, like, the four or five range to me. But I thought that was evident throughout that series. It's, like, he doesn't they, – they need a creator. And that's why yeah. he was so perfect with Toronto. And now his decision to leave looks horrible. Um, yeah. And – but, like, he had Lowry. So, like, Chris Paul's yeah. a better version of Lowry, really. They're exactly. similar players. And I just think that's, it that's, it, that's the title. Like they'd win the championship. I really like all the Chris Paul choker things, all that stuff would go away if he was on the team with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, so I think, you know, maybe they don't do it just because like Paul George is younger and you could argue Paul George is statistically a top 10 guy, but this is a theme with Paul George where he, he just no shows in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, at some point that might just be who you are as a player. He's incredibly talented every year. He's going to produce as a top 15 guy at least, you know, yeah. but at some point you got to produce when it matters most. So a horrible loss for the Clippers. And it's interesting with Harold that you mentioned is in that story. I don't know if you read by Chris Haynes about the Clippers and just this collapse of theirs is that Harold and uh, Paul George like got into it in that game seven. So be interesting oh, to wow. see what happens there.
1: That. that is interesting
0: um, with with the Clippers, but yeah, man. I mean, so you got what do you got for the rest? So I, I mean, I guess one game's already happened, but I think I was I was I had Boston in seven, and then I'll 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 switch it to Miami and seven now since they won Game One. Um, and yeah. now uh in that series, I I I'm not. I I think the Lakers roll. I think Lakers in four or five really. I just they're. I think it's their yeah. time. I think it's the Lakers to lose.
1: Yeah, and I, 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 just see. I'm I'm not one of those guys that typically do like all oh, the you know the media and the NBA. They want to see a Boston Celtics Lakers NBA Finals. They want to see that, so they'll collude with blah blah. blah. I'm not one of those you know those guys that typically do Bart, that. But Bart. I, but yeah, but I, I I could see that. I I would have said Boston in six, maybe seven uh prior to that first game. I'm still picking Boston in seven. Um I love the heat. I I want the Heat to upset Boston, but I do think Boston wins in seven. And then the I, think I I'm picking the Lakers to beat Nuggets. I think it'll go six or seven games, probably six. So if I had to pick I go Lakers in six and Boston in seven. I think it's gonna be a Lakers Celtics NBA finals matchup. It's just it's just meant to happen and everyone's gonna collude to make it happen. So uh <laughs> So I like how the theory, see, you but... know,
0: they need, you know, that would rate really high. They need the ratings oh, yeah. to go up against, especially going against the NFL, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I like it. There's some stuff there, but yeah, So Lakers, Celts. Um, all right, man. Well, yeah. Anything else uh, uh, you want to hit? This has been another really good app.
1: No, I've had a lot of fun. I think, I, I think I'm good. I've got my Celtic slander out. I got my Aaron Rodgers love out there. I checked off everything on my list, so I'm good.
0: Yeah, there we go, man. So yeah, guys, that's gonna do it for another episode of Low Expectations podcast. And yeah, you guys should go give. Uh, should I shout out your Twitter handle, or do you, or you have enough followers? You're you're Sh- big shout time me now. out. Over two thousand, right? Eighteen
1: hundred, somewhere oh, around eighteen hundred. Yeah. I don't know why I post some of the stupid tweets that I I wouldn't follow me. <laughs> not true. That's but, not true. But uh, <laughs> but if it's all you Celtics fans that might come out and find me, my Twitter handles, Utah Jazzman47. Um, feel free to shoot me a hateful tweet because Celtics are a bunch of bums. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, they hate me. I've been slandering Brady for a while, so I don't even think anyone's oh, yeah. listening. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah, at Utah Jazzman 47 on Twitter. Um, go give him a follow. Good stuff there. Um, and, yeah, um, that's going to do it, guys, for another episode of Low Expectations Podcast peace see you guys hey man thanks appreciate it dude ty thanks so much
1: for having me on i had a lot of fun so
0: yeah it's always a good time uh but my class started 20 minutes ago so i gotta go oh
1: shit we kept you late sorry about (laughs) that yeah
0: see you bro no no thank you for doing this for real i really appreciate it
1: no problem at all we'll see you later ty